I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here on Wake Your Dream, a podcast about growth and how the ways that you think and act are what create your life. And I am joined by my conversation partner, my husband, Alan. Hey. And today we're going to be talking about how you don't want to always minimize the negative stuff that you go through. You're going to want to. How you don't want you don't to always do, do it. Or you, yeah. or you always don't want to do it. Or which one? Pretty much always don't want to do it. Okay. All right. Now, as we kind of break so that's this down topic. a little bit. Yep. All right. As Good. we kind of break this down a little bit, this is going to be, you're going to kind of see like, maybe you do want to see that the negative stuff is not as big and intense and um not as bad as you might be thinking so are you but hang on minimizing a it is not the first thing you want to do yes. ever okay so i was gonna That's say why I said always don't right so you're giving the reason that we do a behavior is we don't want the problem to be a big deal yes so we minimize it yes and in hopes that that will help it turn out to not be a big deal. Yes. And I was gonna, I was gonna say at the very beginning here, like when I was first thinking about, oh man, yeah, how, how much does this affect my life and the way that I live it from day to day? Like how much does this affect how I'm already handling my negative, like more negative situations? Or I'm seeing a situation as negative but it's really more like how am I handling my negative feelings, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, because of the stuff that we've talked about in other episodes too, where we've brought up, um, you know, I've kind of brought up like there's a story going on in your head mm -hmm. that's making you feel like what you're going through is negative or positive. Sure. Um, but there's something you're making what you're going through mean that's kind of coloring it. Negative? And that's sort of like for, yeah. for the people who think more like me, you're talking about this is our pattern recognition type of yeah, approach sure. to life. Yeah, sure. It's how we so make sense of life. So we go, oh, the last time this happened, yes. this, was the, this was what followed. This was the result. This is and what so happened to me in it last time. This is a bad thing yes. or this is a good thing. Right. When, you know, when maybe really, without that right. context, without the rest of the story. It's just a neutral thing. Yeah. But because we have that pattern recognition. Okay. Yep. I'm following yep. you. Because we're, we're using evidence, quote unquote, and it acts as evidence in our brain. We're yeah. using evidence of things we've felt, things we've experienced, um, things we've noticed. All, these are all things that have already happened to us. Yeah. We're, and so we're just trying like to evidence. make sense of current yes. events, right? which is great and healthy behavior. Right. You want to make the best decisions. You um, want to make informed decisions. Yeah. You know, you want to know that you're doing your best and that you're going with what you've got and you're making the most out of what you can, you know, of what yeah. you're going through. It's just tricky because our brains, like our gut reaction to negative or difficult if that if we feel negative or difficult about anything, you know, yeah, our our brain's kind of gut reaction is to protect us by saying, eh, okay, like let's move, let's move past it, sure, let's distract, let's avoid, yeah, and 
that's what I want to draw attention to today is like just being aware. Notice what you're going to first want to do when you're in a negative situation or a situation you're reading that way. Yeah. So I kind of put it here as like, don't minimize the negative to get through it. And when I said don't minimize the negative, what I was saying here is the negative feeling, the negative situation, the negative experience Mm -hmm. that you're going through. Yeah. Don't just don't jump to that. Your brain's going to want to, but like take a pause for a second. Right. So thinking about practically, well, how do I not do that? Um, when I'm feeling, I'm kind of like freaking out a tiny bit. Sure. Or I'd like to, like, it seems like I should be about to. Yeah. (laughs) Or I should. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this is the reason that I'm bringing it up is it definitely comes into play a lot when you're trying to make change happen in your life, when you're focusing on doing new things to get better results, either personally, um, in your relationships, in your job, um, those kinds of things are going to involve you practicing new things. Yeah. Either you're having conversations you would have avoided before. Yep. You are maybe setting boundaries that, it, I mean, that's always a little uncomfortable at first, if not a lot uncomfortable. Yep. Um, you are maybe practicing communicating a different way. You're doing a little work ahead of time to visualize the conversation, kind of get yourself comfortable a little bit with that, pick your words more beforehand. Sure. You're doing things that are requiring extra energy and attention and time from you. Yep. And so you're already feeling a little uncomfortable. Ah, I'm, I'm spending this extra stuff here. And I don't know about you guys who are listening, but like for me, my gut reaction first response is to minimize or avoid sure it's to blow past if i feel negatively i what how my brain reacts to that is like i'm already doing this extra stuff i gotta just move with it or i'm gonna not do it sure you're you're afraid if you don't move past the challenges yes that you're gonna get so bogged down in the challenges yes that you're gonna gonna stop me from you're gonna not keep moving forward yeah because i'm like this is taking so much new energy and work for me yeah um i get that but i need to i need to follow through like i need to keep my momentum going but what about for you like what would you say your kind of gut reaction to a negative or hard well you know it's interesting because I actually, when I first saw the topic here, I thought, oh, you wrote this based on a conversation that we had this morning, like four or five hours ago. (laughs) Right. And you're like, no, this actually was, you know, when we planned all the episodes out, we wrote another batch of like 15 different topics. Yep. This was the next one in the stack. Yeah, literally. And so that really caught me off guard because we had a version of this conversation uh, it, yeah. a little different but you know yeah like about some things that I was on a I took a, a pretty long walk this morning mm-hmm. um because I was just kind of working through some stuff and uh I think I've mentioned that I'm doing it's called brain spotting so it's like trauma mm-hmm. therapy and that has has brought up some stuff at times that I wasn't expecting big stuff to get brought up. And mm-hmm. so I've had mm-hmm. over the last 
year as I've been doing this, I've had probably, I don't know, you think five, maybe six, um, like panic attack Mm. or near panic attack situations. Mm -hmm. And I had one of those, um, over the weekend. So that was, uh, I think on a Sunday and Mm -hmm. we're recording on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And so I've been, you know, Annalise has been kind of helping with some other ways she deals with high, high anxiety. And I've been doing some of those practices. And so I took this long walk and I was just thinking about, um, I think for me, my expectation, like this is kind of how my brain works. It just kind of works more in finding truth and humor kind of. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, um, if anybody watches Seinfeld, I was picturing, I came home and told you this, like I was yeah. picturing there's this scene where Kramer's trying to get this accountant to admit that he's using drugs. And so he shows up to meet the guy and Kramer uh, is trying like to make it seem like he's interested, you know, <laughs> right. so the guy will open up right. to him. And so he's sitting at a bar, he's got a cigar in his mouth and he raises his, his, uh, pint or whatever a beer and he goes here's the feeling good all the time and then he's (laughs) smoking while he's drinking and it's just it's a ridiculous thing yeah but I had the realization while I'm on this walk this morning Mm -hmm. that I sort of have that mentality about life Mm -hmm. like that that's you're supposed to be feeling good not like not like a a peak right compared to a valley sure but that you you should be like you should take negative experiences as a i don't know about a sign but like as as like some red flags like mm, uh oh like something's you're not, not doing something something's right. not right here because yeah. you shouldn't be feeling negative right that's such an interesting point and so yeah. that for mm. me is more how this stuff shows up. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I just have been kind of having the realization that I, if I feel a big emotion, a big negative emotion, then I start scanning for a big negative problem that would be causing that big negative emotion. Yeah. And so I would say, I would say that's how it works for me. Yeah. It's not that it's like, uh uh-oh, I have to ignore this bad stuff because it's going to take me off track. It's more like it gets me so sidetracked because I'm going, okay, here's some clues that there's something bigger and worse going on. Uh, So now. Forget that original plan. Now we're trying to figure out, you know, we're going into detective mode to figure out. Yes. If you're feeling this big of a negative emotion, there's something seriously going wrong. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, that's kind of how that works for me. Yeah. Which is. So so you're almost not helpful. I'm realizing, you know. Right. It feels helpful. They actually both feel helpful. Yeah, for sure. But. Um, so that's actually but they're both not... operating under the assumption yes. that the negative 
experiences, negative emotions, negative yes. whatever is not something that we should be I don't know, embracing. With. Yes, thank you. Yes. That, that we shouldn't be interacting with. We go, no, we got to get rid exactly. of that or skip over that. Okay, so this is really good because this goes to the reason that we change anything that we do normally is because it's not really serving us the way that we always thought it was. That's the reason anybody would change or sure. realizes they need or, to change. Or the goal, you change your goal. Exactly. Right? So you or change, you change your goal, yeah. you change your mind but about yeah, your goal. I got what you're saying. That kind of thing. Yeah. When you're di- the direction that you're going is not serving you anymore or when the thing that you're doing to get you the direction that you're going, the way that you do things, yeah. when the way you do things is working more against you than for you, that's when you want to kind of look at, okay, how can I tweak this? Yeah. Um, so that's what makes this so, this topic so important of, well, what do you do when it gets, when it feels negative or or hard? Yeah. That's why it's so important to look at what you're doing already and what you actually need. So what would you say, like, what would you say, because I have clients who have a lot of different types of goals, like be a, you know, be a better mom, but also like be a better myself. I, sure. I want to be balanced. I don't want to just be caught up, consumed in my role. I don't yeah. want to be like swallowed up in I'm only a mom. Like I'm also me. How do I do that? Um, being a better leader, somebody who's willing to develop their people, not just like kind of rule over them. In a way, they want to be more sensitive, but they want to stay effective. And it's like, what's the balance here, right? Um, Yeah, so a lot of goals that are really coming from that heart, like I want to feel more balanced as me showing up in these roles, and I want to do the role better. Um, A lot of goals like that, a lot of goals that are relational also, Mm -hmm. like um, both situations where I have have, um, a parent saying, I realize I need to have boundaries boundaries with my adult child because there are these dynamics that I know we were used to when they were growing up and I'm just getting to a better spot in myself and I want to have some there so that we can have a better relationship now in this different stage of life or vice versa, boundaries of an adult child who's saying, I I need my parent to understand I want this relationship, but it's got to look different. It's got to feel healthier to me. Yeah. So a lot about that kind of thing. Um, but also for yourself, like there's a reason that you have the goal in front of you or the goal in your head that you think that you want. Um, there are reasons that you're finding that direction important for you. And there are reasons you want your life to include I, I hope I get results here, sure. right? Whether yeah. it's personal or professional, any goal. I'm, I'm just trying to say like, this does apply to any, yeah. any type of goal. Um, but it also applies to your own quality of life. It's not just about, well, you know, you could be listening and be like, I don't really have an active goal that I'm searching for. But there is a reason that you maybe sought out this podcast that maybe the title stood out to you or maybe you've been listening. And there's a feeling you want to feel in your life being yourself. So part of 
feeling more authentic as you. Maybe you want your maybe you want to feel more confident. You want to feel more authentic. You want to feel more like free to be your true self. Maybe you want to even know what that is more. Part of that is going to be the way that you handle or don't or aren't handling walking through tough situations and feeling maybe more negative types of feelings throughout your day or your week or in your life somewhere. Because when we act in ways that are actually avoiding reality or we act in ways that are making us feel incapable mm-hmm. of handling reality. Which you're, you, right. people not watching, Sorry, they didn't see, I'm but pointing. with the first one yes. where you're saying not acknowledging reality, you were that gesturing the, toward yourself. That would be the minimizing or the avoiding negative. And then like, I'm not capable of handling, you were gesturing toward yes, me. Yes, not capable after is. after what I, you know, what I yes, was saying. Yeah. Not capable is, yeah. um, ironically, you feel like you might be trying to prepare yourself better. Sure. But you're doing it out of a panic or a fear. Well, in a sense. Yeah, I was going to say it's again, it's kind of my, you know, I've talked about this a few times, I think, but my mentality is very all or nothing. And Mm -hmm. so it's very like, I either succeed at this thing or I don't succeed, aka fail, you know, aka the worst thing you could do. It's like, even as you were talking about, you know, people have, uh, have the goal they want to be a better parent they want to be you know a better leader they want to be a better you yeah, know yeah. i was just immediately thinking for me like oh man i would need to i would need to spend a lot of time defining what that would mean and defining very 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 clearly what it wouldn't mean yes because it's like okay if i'm going to be trying something a new way well I'm not going to do it perfectly, obviously. Right. But that, for some reason, is not very obvious to my mind when I'm creating in my head my, my goals. Well, right? this, is, this is a good point because you've actually, I, this is what I love about you and I both getting to share our own like, perspectives and where we come at these topics from. Because these topics relate to life and being a person. But yeah. being a person looks a lot of different ways. Right. I mean, um, personality wise and also like just core values wise, like yeah. what's driving you. And you shared before that you get a lot more clarity, usually at first, by, say, by noticing what you don't want. Okay. Yep. And I love that because that's a very, that's a very natural starting point for deciding what you do want. And we've shared this story before, um, but super briefly, this is actually how we planned our wedding. We made a list of what we don't like about weddings. And we're like, okay, like this is where we're we're starting out at. At least we know we're not going to do all of these things. Yeah. Right. And so it's a very helpful starting point when when you do want to be living more purposefully because you realize you've been feeling kind of aimless or not really like yourself or you want to feel that way more, but you don't really know what you do want. Sure. You can try starting from what you know you don't want. Yeah. So I actually, I love that. And also just real quick, um, to help yourself put that direction in front of you, the direction that you now want to be kind of shooting for, um, it's really helpful to describe it, 
to flesh it out either in your mind or write it out, picture yourself in this new change. Okay. Picture yourself in this new place. You just moved in this direction and you ended up in this new place for yourself in your life. You built picture this it, new area. Like how? Can you tell me? So what were you thinking of? I'll apply it to like maybe what you're thinking of. Okay. Your current goal that you maybe started thinking, well, I know I don't want this anymore. Sure. So what would you say a current goal is for you from starting in that place? Well, I mean, that's kind of the irony of this episode okay. is that it's what, you know, what I was talking about with you this morning is yeah. I want to be more comfortable feeling negative feelings. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so what yeah. I realized is that I, um, you know, this feeling good all the time, right? That's the goal. Yeah. So what I would do is if I started to feel something negative mm -hmm. of fear and anxiety, a frustration and annoyance, you know, whatever mm -hmm. category, but something negative, then, you know, what I would do is, uh, like I, I work from home and I write. So I mm -hmm. don't get really distracted by having stuff on in the background. Mm -hmm. So I like to have music or Wait, a, even a TV show. I don't know show. if you said it this way, but yeah. did you just say um, you get distracted when it's too quiet or there's too no, much nothing? No, neither really. Okay. But so I don't, I don't get distracted by my thoughts. Like, gotcha. so yep. it doesn't get me off track, mm -hmm. but I've noticed that if I have like, if there's some negative feelings going on or negative thoughts or emotions for me, then to have something there going like with me. Like a white me. noise stuff. Yeah. A, yeah. a movie, TV show, music, whatever sure. it is, while I'm working on something, it sort of like fills all that space between. Mm -hmm. And then I don't really spend time it's thinking like about the negative you, you know the negative it just yeah. sort of helps me to um to kind of tune that out yeah. you know and so I just realized that there's a lot of things that I instead of feeling a negative emotion yeah. or having a negative experience I've become pretty good at like well how do I how do I sort of insulate myself yeah. from having much time alone with my thoughts I guess yeah you know yeah or like if I if I start thinking or feeling a negative thing what can I do to bump me out of that and bring it back to a positive experience right you know so that's right. where you know working from home that makes it tougher because one of the things I can do all day every day is go grab a snack yep. right and so yep. like I can I feel bad right now. Well, I know what would make me feel better yeah. for a second. Yeah. Oh, an Oreo. Oh, some chips. Oh, you know, yeah. whatever. A peanut butter filled pretzel. I love those mm, too. You know, nice. so whatever, right? <laughs> nice pick. And so <laughs> I can do that. Right. I realized that um right. I thought I did this other thing because it kind of helped me drift off to sleep. Sure. But I fall asleep every night listening to a podcast you know I'll throw right. something on and right. just kind of I have to be sure I, I don't pick something that 
is going to be like too interesting for me. Right, right. Right. And so I have several topics that like you guys know I love basketball. So I don't listen to a basketball, you know, an NBA podcast. Right. Because I get I'm you get too, too into, into it. it, you know, and I'm paying <laughs> yeah. too much attention. Yeah. And then like, you know, I one of my other interests is um like I don't know the, the category to put it in, but like kind of the maybe I don't know, almost seminary level mm -hmm. discussions of like theological. religion and theological type yeah. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And so I know that would help a lot of people fall asleep, but that gets me too engaged. Sure. Right. And so I have to avoid, you know, kind of these. Right. You're picking them these like hot like topics for me. Mid-level gray right? area. Yes. So I pick out a little. Yeah. I pick stuff yeah. that I'm like, I'm interested, but not super interested. Yeah. And I fall asleep listening to that type of stuff, you know, pretty right. much every night or really every night. And I realized like maybe that's me maybe that's me helping myself kind of mm -hmm. unwind from the day but maybe that's me making sure i don't let myself unwind from the day and right. kind of feel some of the residual things that i managed to yeah. keep at bay all day it's interesting and right and so those are some of the things that i'm right. i'm realizing like okay i've i've been sort of you know, I've developed this, this ebb and fl or whatever, like not ebb and habit. flow, but yeah, these habits yeah. to my life yeah. that things you I reach thought, for. Yeah. Like I yeah. thought were benign, harmless. Or yeah, yeah. Harmless at most, right. you know, but like probably helpful, Neutral. right? Because Neutral it's like, helpful. this yeah. is helping me stay focused right. by having stuff going in the background. This is helping me fall yeah. asleep by having this can I say white something noise, super quick or to not add even to white it? noise, like something yes. to occupy my mind? Yes. But yeah, go ahead. Um, I have found too, like, um, I think this list is really, really helpful. The list of things you're noticing that you reach for. Okay. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people come in, um, a lot of my clients come in thinking that these things are their support. For they're, sure. They're this helpful. Is, this is why I'm doing it. And it is why we're doing it in right. a way. Because it works. Right. Right. But so some of my clients, yeah, it does work. But it, it does doesn't work. work. It doesn't leave me in an emotionally healthier place. Right. Because some of my clients are like, but it works I... to get the job done in the meantime. Yes. And I've yes. been doing that for 38. Well, I mean, obviously yeah. I wasn't listening to podcasts when for 38 year years when they didn't exist. Yeah. And I didn't have True, an they iPod, didn't even exist. Oh, but shocking. you know, like, yeah, but like even things like, um, watch. So this is, this is for the listener to notice where maybe some of your patterns of, of showing up and of handling stress, quote unquote, are something you kind of see as a badge of honor, but something that other people maybe are like, Oh, that would never work for me. Maybe you're like, I'm such a good multitasker or I work really good under pressure. That or, one's true of me, you know, for sure. And you do, but maybe like you're saying, Alan, maybe it's not for the reasons that <laughs> right, are actually right. helpful like, to you. That's not, that's not good. It's not a great thing <laughs> yeah. to be like really proud yeah. of. Like maybe yeah. that's what's now slowly eroding your quality of life. Maybe sure. that's what's sure. making you feel depleted and maybe close to burnout. Yeah. Maybe it's those things that you've taken a lot of pride in. And to be fair, 
that you stepped in with those things and started doing them for understandable reasons. Right, because to try they to help were effective yourself. to accomplish your yes. short-term goal. Right. But maybe we're leaving you kind of hamstrung on some of your right. long-term goals. And this is where this deeper awareness, like it sounds like your awareness just dropped a level deeper of like, okay, I'm noticing these things. Okay, now I'm noticing I do them for different reasons sometimes. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I'm listening to the same exact podcast at even the same exact time maybe. Right. But because I know I'm not actually going to sleep, I'm actually kind of interested and I'm fine. And right. sometimes I want to be fine and I'm doing it because I'm not fine. Yeah. But, but I'm not actually my listening thoughts. to my own thoughts, yeah. which I'm starting to realize would actually help me. Because with this whole topic, why don't we want to minimize? Why don't we want to um, minimize the negative stuff that we're, we might be going through or dealing with? Why do we not want to make it really catastrophic? Well, because the way out of any of this is through. Yeah. The way yeah. out is through. And as you learn during your growth journey in your own way, like you're going to feel that awareness more and more like, oh, the sure. point is not that I avoid hard things. The point is that I'm learning along the way I can handle more than I thought I could. Yes. Yes. So and there, like, yeah, so that makes me think I had looked at your notes that. and you had written down, you know, the kind of one of the reasons why we dismiss and minimize. Right. You wrote, quote, uh, but I don't want it to be a big deal yeah and like yeah. when I when I read that I thought yeah obviously that yeah. I, that resonates That'd be very appealing but then like I said my mind my mind often shows me truths 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 um in in more comedic ways right right, right. so I immediately thought like in response to yeah, if I minimize something, it's because I don't want it to be a big deal. I thought like, well, try that with your mortgage payment. Like when you, you know, or your rent right. bill in the mail. I don't want it to like, be as big as okay, it is. Okay, when you so... go to open it, I hope it's, <laughs> and you say half the number, you know yeah. it is. You know, it's I like it's this. all you're doing yeah. by mm. having this fake minimized expectation yes. is you're setting yourself up to get burned and disappointed and disappointed so disappointed you know and, like and sad ah, again it's yes. it's full full price again i thought for sure it was gonna be half of that right you know and it's like it really you know when right. we I, that's why i like to kind it's of true. bring in sometimes like these other analogy things that aren't the same thing but that kind of help me see things in right. a different way totally because then i go Oh, well, yeah, that whole theory behind right. it is kind of shot when I think about it that way. Right. It doesn't automatically like, help right. to just sail through life saying, well, if I don't want something to be a big deal, I just hope it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish it's different. I actually shut out information that's going to tell me what it is because I want it to be guaranteeing that you're making the experience worse. You are. Than it, it needed to be. You are. Which is obviously not what we want, right? Right. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. I, I love that analogy too. Like that's such a good one. Because you're right. Like when you bring it to, hey, would this work if I did it with this tangible, yeah. obvious thing? Yeah. That's not great, but it is what it is. 
yeah. you know? Yeah. This is part of life. So yeah, I, I wrote down three reasons that we don't like to face the negative. Um, so these are reasons that we minimize or dismiss yeah. or what would you call yours? Like, or catastrophize it? Yeah, I probably I would say, yeah, I probably catastrophize or... Um, M- making a mountain out of a molehill? Well, I would <laughs> I'm say... Trying to think of like I would what say what I do called. is maybe like symptomize it. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's, that's you, more what I do. Where you categorize it as a bad sign of bad things to come. Like, not this not is of a- bad things to come, but like... Um, you know, maybe, maybe an analogy is better here, but like if, if on my walk this morning, I walked for, you know, I don't know, two and a half, three miles, something Mm -hmm. like that. If my knee started hurting, then I would go, okay, what is that? And then I go down the symptomology of, Mm -hmm. okay, painful knee. Oh, is that the knee injury that I had that, that time that I played basketball, is that acting up? Okay, so no, I've heard this. No, that's not what it is. Okay, is it yes. maybe my shoes are too old and they're not padding it prop? Okay, no, that's not it. Hang on a sec. Okay. Oh, is the concrete I'm walking on uneven and so that's creating weird pressure on my knee? Right. Okay, no, that's not it. So that's what I do. Okay. And so any, it's not saying like this is a bad omen. Uh-huh. It's saying there is a bad or a worse problem, a bad experience or a bad, a bad emotion tells me there's a problem. Like it's a symptom of a bigger problem. Yeah. Well, well, it doesn't have to be bigger. Right. Okay. But it's a symptom of something. Got you. And so if it's a big negative feeling. Yeah. Then it's a symptom of a big negative problem. Okay. And right. if it's a smaller negative, you know, that's why I said right. my knee starts to hurt. I immediately think of, you know, I don't think like time to amputate. You know, I yeah, think like, right, for sure. oh, well, okay, well, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Okay. So right? I've, heard of, I've heard of this called, um, and this is sort of, um, this is an Enneagram idea. Okay. And it's something that I read, I forget what author um, I was reading, but it's kind of about the type six, how... You know, every type has like this way of handling stress that can be really helpful. It can be kind of like their superpower in a way, but it can also really just flip the coin and become pretty damaging, like pretty not helpful. A lot of ways, right? Our greatest strengths are our greatest weaknesses when applied the wrong way. That's right. right. Like it takes inner awareness and discernment. My my ability mm -hmm. to think is my greatest strength. Right. My ability to overthink is my greatest weakness. This is right? a very So good it's point. like, you yes. Know. <laughs> so I heard this described in the type six as problem solving is their superpower. Okay. But when it turns into problem seeking, mm. that's when it turns a corner and yeah. becomes really unhelpful. Yeah. And that's what you were describing, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're not solving a problem anymore. You're imagining what problems could there, what problem could this be leading up to? I am, but it's And I know you're basing it on... No, I was going to say it's because I've had the wrong understanding of a negative experience or a negative feeling or a negative emotion the whole time. Right. The assumptions at the beginning are really an issue too, right? 
I wasn't thinking, how do I create a problem out of this? I was saying, oh, there's a problem. I didn't know about it. Now I better figure out what it is so that something really bad doesn't happen. Yes. You know? Yes. And so it's, it's the, um, yeah, I think. Problem solving and problem seeking. Yeah. It was, it was problem solving Uh in my head. Yeah. Right. Yep. But it was misguided. And so it was often problem seeking. Right. Without me being aware of that. Right. You know? So this is the really key thing. The awareness of this, right? Yeah. When we're aware of seems like at least in my I case, I don't know. Too. You know, I it's always hard for me when I'm kind of first coming to a realization yeah. for myself. Yeah. Like I the way it strikes me yeah. is like, oh wow, I just figured out like a core truth of human experience. You know what I mean? And so it is how it feels. I don't yeah. like I, I'm, I really try to be careful when I'm in that, like that honeymoon that phase with the idea, moment. right. Yeah. That I'm not like talking about it like that because I know sure. that's how I feel about it. Sure. Like everybody needs to know about this because this helped me so much. Well, not everybody yeah. thinks like me. Sure. And, and from the times I've done, I've shared some ideas that I thought were just like, this is going to help you so much. People like give me blank looks or like get mad or, you know, yeah. something. And I'm like, oh, OK, and maybe maybe that's not, I get that. you know, maybe I can't just say this is how my brain works. So it's how everyone works. You well, know? I totally agree. I do think that if you're at the point that you want to hear it or that you want to learn sure. more about how to navigate this. They feel like revelations all the time if you're ready and you want to grow in that area. And that's just true about anything, anything you share with anybody. They're either ready to hear it, they want to hear it, or they don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, But it doesn't make the information less valuable. That's what I think is interesting here is awareness. I I wasn't even um, really thinking about it this way when I kind of like made up this little outline for today. But the are you aware of what you're assuming out of the gate about this negative thing? Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, um, so and I, I would just have think said that yes part is that, really important. You know, for a long right? time. And then today kind of I'm like, no, that I don't think that is what yeah. I was doing. You yeah. know? Right. And I, I kind of gained another layer of awareness. Yeah. And I'm I'm processing that yeah. at the moment. You know, right? of like Yeah. So now I feel like, oh, now I have all the awareness. And then in three months, I'm going to have another layer and it's go, true. whoa, you know. Well, that's what's so cool about it is um, it, it makes me think on a spiritual note to just a lot of these Bible verses that I grew up hearing these days, they make a lot more sense on a practical level mm. if I want to take it that way. Yeah. And the idea because of you have a lot more layers right, of growth because, and depth to you. Yes. Yeah. And like understanding that it's it takes the little steps to build the big awareness sure. over time. Cause we need to build in layers. We can't we aren't honestly, I feel like more and more I realize I'm not designed to like have five miles worth of growth progress at a time. Yeah. yeah. I can't handle it. I'm barely making sense of this little thing it's what we and I want need to practice so much, this little thing. Right? It's all we want. But yeah, when, to but have it, that awareness yeah. of like, 
this is not how this works. Right. This is not how I'm capable of doing this. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm and not. It's, uh, yeah. I, it's making me think of the, I forget who does it, but on YouTube, there's like, there's some, I forget, some journalistic place. I forget who it is, but they, they do interviews with people who are highly, highly, highly skilled at what they do. And then they say, okay, break down what you do mm. into, I'm trying to, I think they did like one with Tony Hawk where they said. Like masterclass no, stuff? No, okay. it was, um, it's just like an interview type okay. of thing. But there's, yeah. I forget what they're called. Sorry. But they did one with Tony Hawk where they said, break down skateboard tricks in 17 layers of complexity oh sure right and so then he would say okay number one stage one is you know the ollie the just jumping on the skateboard landing on the skateboard Hmm. you know that's layer one then he gets to like layer seven and what distinguishes seven from eight doesn't look you know to me and you it's like well, that's, that it's looks about the same complexity, imperceptible. right? Yeah. Like and he's like, no, like, no, 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 this is a lot. Like, this is a huge gap yeah. here. And there's so many times that I think we want to skip yep. acknowledging yes. that, like, okay, the reason Tony Hawk can do, was right. his famous thing, a 1080 or 900, whatever. Oh, he I sure don't He know. spun a ton and it was, like, <laughs> yeah. groundbreaking yeah, when he did it, right? I do remember what it right? looked like. I don't and, remember uh, so like the reason he could do that right is not because he practiced that, that trick yes like he started and said it's 900 or 1080 or whatever or bust but it's because he said okay I'm going to make progress every day at getting better at mastery of my skateboard yes and eventually maybe like he proved right. it was humanly possible to do this thing right but eventually maybe I'll develop the ability to do this thing that is like theoretical. Yes. Yeah. And what I do is I say, I don't want, I don't want this experience anymore. Right. Or I do want this new goal. Yep. And then I say, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to change these five things about my life. And I'm going to just do that every day for the rest of my life until I accomplish this new goal. Sure. And it's like you you are almost guaranteed to fail right. before you even started. Right. Because you you're can't not throw factoring all that in. in front of you. Yeah. You're not yeah. factoring in like, hey, there's there's these layers of complexity. Yeah. And honestly, six month in, six months into your goal. You might have gained a couple layers right. where you go, my original goal, I don't even agree with it anymore. Right, right. Right. And you go, that's actually not what I wanted. What I wanted or what I right. want now is, you know, yep. and you have some new. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that made sense. I think I took it us, did. <laughs> I had some ideas. <laughs> I don't know if they helped the conversation or I not. I think it did. I mean, it's right. definitely another... It's definitely another avenue of that. It is another avenue. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it I think it is important to allow yourself to pick one thing. Um and the Bible verse that I was talking about or that I was thinking about yeah. was um 
just the verse that talks about how the way God leads us is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. Yeah. And culturally, the lamp that it's talking about is just this little handheld pottery ceramic thing with one tiny little wick. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it, way before yes. electricity, way before, yes. you know. It's like, not a lamp like an LED light yeah, that yeah. shines the whole like a backyard. Headlight where I can worth. see, yeah. you know, I can see the next half mile. Yeah. It's like. It, it literally was saying this lamp um, cast light that was only about two to maybe three steps ahead. Sure. Maybe even one to two. Sure. But like probably for us to think about like you light the candle that you use in your house to make it smell good. And then you try to. Yeah. Tea light. Thank you. Yes. And then you try to use that to like navigate your neighborhood in the dark when nobody else has their lights on. Yes. There's no street lights. That's probably the best like. Yeah. Way to think about that kind of You're holding it in the palm lamp, of your hand right? and you're just walking as you can see a step. Yeah. And where I get annoyed that my flashlight on my phone isn't strong right, enough sometimes. Right. Like, like a floodlight. When we take the dogs out at night, you know, we're like, we both have our little flashlights on our phone and we're like, we also bought them little collars yeah. that light up so yeah. that we can track them. Yeah. But otherwise they, we would lose yeah. our dogs in our backyard. We'd get yeah. them back in eventually, but right. it's you know, like, in, but still, but, yeah. but thinking about the light source right. that that's talking about was, right. was, you know, I'm, was garbage compared to the flashlight we that we're unhappy that. with, yes. you know, like, and like, I just feel like it's so interesting that, when I when I think of a verse like that, that's trying to communicate to me how I can sense God leading me, I I need to think about that in a more practical way. Like that's the exercise I've been doing on a yeah, spiritual yeah. level, um, to to grow my relationship in a more real way. Yeah. Um, my relationship with with Jesus and like thinking about He's asking me to trust Him. And this is the way he's telling me that he leads me one to two mm. steps at a time. Yeah. And that's, that's the pace I can trust. Slow, slow, slow. Slow and trust it. Yeah. Slow and trust it. And just yeah. keep going in this direction and trust it because it's all going to build the road I'm, that's healthy for me to be on. I, I almost said the road I'm supposed to be on, but even getting rid of like should language yeah. or yeah. like this is what I'm supposed to do. No, this is what I'm made to do. Yeah. This is how I'm made to feel healthy as I'm alive. I can engage with this. And is it frustrating to my brain? A hundred percent. Right. For because sure. we know what it's like to have more. Yeah. But what is it bringing me how if do I you, have more? How do I plan where yeah. I'm going to be an hour from now exactly. if I can only see two feet in front of me? And you it's know? like the satisfaction that it's I've like, been well, able to somehow get yeah. by by looking at this verse like it's telling me how to live on a Tuesday sure, in 2023 sure. America. Yeah. Like the satisfaction I've been able to get by trusting that one at a time and working on trusting it is like nothing I've ever felt. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it is it's wild and the reason to me to bring that up, you know, in relation to this topic is just that like we're making assumptions all throughout the day when it comes to negative and hard things. That either we need to be fearful until we can figure it out. Yeah. Pointing at me. Or. Thank you. We need to <laughs> avoid fear by avoiding reality. Yeah. Pointing, Pointing at, at me. You. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was so going to narrate that. Don't here are a worry. couple. Oh, I'm not worried. <laughs> so I want to kind of read these um, reasons off because I think this will be relatable to um, to those of you these who are, are listening to reasons what? that we minimize. Okay, go ahead. Or dismiss. Okay. So I read that first one, um, but I don't want it to be a big deal. Yeah. So I'm going to minimize it. Um, and I had put here, it's going to be a bigger deal down the line if I dismiss and avoid it. Yeah. This, this was this the one that I said, work. Yeah. try that with your, with your try mortgage that, payment, yeah. you know, try like, avoiding that or minimizing that, you know, yeah. try thinking, right. I don't want it to be a big deal. Right. And then hope it's not. Right. Because probably the feelings that you feel, if you avoid or minimize them without even doing any kind of like asking yourself, well, I wonder why I'm feeling this or why do I think this about this situation? Right. If you're not doing any kind of coming alongside yourself to see what's going on, it's probably going to come back in some other way. Sure. Because your brain is doing this pattern thing, like you said in the beginning, pattern recognition. Well, if this continues to be a big issue, like subconsciously, that's not going to go away just because I'm minimizing or avoiding it. Right. Or because I'm creating, you know, big a bigger issue each time I feel this. Yeah. It's not helping me. So it's going to be a bigger deal down the line. I don't maybe know when that's going to happen. So maybe can I bring this to like, um, I just, I think a practical way of thinking about this stuff is it helps me to get it a little more. And so I'm thinking about, um, you know, we live in Michigan and in the winter, which is we're in the dead middle of it by the time you're hearing this, the roads get salted. And what that does as we drive over it, that salt gets all up under our car. Yep. yep. And it's very corrosive. It's very, um, like it's great for keeping the roads drivable, but it's very Bad hard on, on the metal on our cars. Yep. And so what, what happens is if we're driving for a while, like this, this happened actually with your car, Annalise. Yeah. Because we had one of the windows couldn't close properly. Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> didn't take it through yeah. a car wash for like oh, no. four years. Oh, right? yeah. Something like that. It was, it was an insane and so, amount of time. Because it was like the window was like almost all the way closed. It wasn't that right. big of a deal, you know, and it's like, it's not worth the money to fix it. But okay. So we, we drive on salty roads for four years yeah. between getting up under there right. and washing it which is, you know, I'm, I'm claiming ignorance mostly on that one. That's yeah. my fault, you know, uh, but, you know, that's what happened. And so now on the, the underside of your car, it's an older car, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it wouldn't have been pure and clean, but it's pretty rusty. Yeah. And I think we're going to probably like probably not washing it during that time, mm-hmm. giving it a good cleanse of getting that salt from corroding under there yeah you know we probably took a couple years off the lifetime of that car right yeah but if you know and this is why like around us monthly car wash passes are really popular right because people just you know hey just a couple times a couple times a week or a couple times a month whatever yeah i'll just drive it through and just get that so i know i'm gonna get new salt picked up as i go Right. But I want to, I don't want to just be off. accumulating, yes. accumulating, yes. accumulating. Exactly. And I'm thinking about that's kind of how 
like that if is we how don't it address, works with your emotions. If we don't address yes. these emotions, it's not that we just skate by and there's not any there's not any no. like hangover from it, no. right? No, and those of you who are listening, like you can kind of tell, right, that the avoiding or minimizing route hasn't really worked. It's like made it made it like you've moved through things, but you feel it, right? Yeah, it was nice that I didn't have to think about salt on your car for four years. Yeah. But it did cause some harm, you know? Right. And like I that's kind of where my mind goes with some of this stuff of like yeah think about it in maintenance terms. You know, and and again it's not of good one to one. Like you're not doing corroding damage to your to your person forever, right? right By right. like not addressing this. No, you're not. But the but way it affects you. you are letting you. it accrue in a way and that'd be better to just kind of yeah. get through and do some cleaning periodically. The way that you've also brought it up is like a pressure release valve. Okay. Yeah. Which is also really helpful. A lot better. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I think they both yeah, are. Sure. Because that is the way. simpler and quicker though. It's okay. <laughs> it's the way that our body, mind, spirit that's our whole self, yeah. right? It's the way that we experience life. Um, feelings are there. Feelings happen in us for a reason, A. And B, they happen in us to be felt. Mm. Um, because they're trying to show us something that's more important to us. Hey, something with negative feelings, it's, sure. hey, something is happening where something important to you is not getting supported. Yeah. Hey, pay attention. Yeah. yeah. So it's made to be felt. And when you practice feeling it more in your body, which is hard to do, I don't want to be saying this like, hey, it's so simple, right. but I want to be drawing attention to this is your design as a person. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, when we're dismissing it because we don't want it to be a big deal, you know, also kind of picture that might be like the way that a kid would respond, right? Like, no, I don't want to do it. Sure. It's too much. Yeah, yeah. And that you understand where they're coming from. You know, you understand it's not everybody's favorite thing to deal with this. But you know what? We're going to need to deal with this because it's better. It's going to turn out better. Yeah. We do need to clean our room. We do need to get ready and, and leave the house. Sure. We sure. do need to do some of these things, you know. We do need to feel these we negative We do emotions. need to sit down yeah. if we're sad and yeah. feel this feeling here, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, another reason that people, um, you know, and I just so you know, I've collected this throughout my life, like not just my work with my clients, but it definitely applies to them too. It applies to my friends. It applies to me. It applies to my family. Yeah. Um, but here's another one, but I don't want to dwell or get consumed by this. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to get consumed by this negative thing. I'm trying to move forward. Yeah. Right. And the thing that I thought of here is if I don't let myself understand what I'm going through, I'm also going to con- continue to be hurt by it and it's going to continue mm-hmm. to impact my capability. Yeah. Yeah. At least in my head. Yeah. Because I am actually more capable, you know, as I practice meeting things head on more and more, um which is very difficult to start doing. It's scary um because you're used to these little coping hacks or workarounds. But when you start meeting your reality head on a little bit more and more, um you're going to understand more about yourself. Yeah. You're going to understand better ways to get where you're trying to go. 
And also one of the things I forget, it's a few episodes ago, maybe, but we, we mentioned explicitly that you feel like sitting with a negative emotion is going to make it grow and grow and grow. You feel like it's just going to take over. But that isn't what happens. It's not. Instead, it's as you sit with it, it, it balloons up at pressure, first. Pressure right? release valve. Like you even sure. picture that on sure. on your um, pressure cooker maybe. Yeah. And what's happening is first it's whistling and it's shaking yeah. a little bit. It's building. It's building. It's scary. The steam is kind right? of coming out, the condensation. And yeah. then it pops up and it's just like, whoo. Yeah. And like yeah. you see the mist. You see the mist. Good one. Steam. You see the steam. Yeah. You see it all kind of come out. And then it just starts to drop down. Yeah. And that that really is very similar to how it feels in your yeah, body when you let yourself feel It's probably not as feeling. like immediate, but right. it is you, it you is will that be progression. shocked to find yeah. the feeling at the end is not, wow, this is so much bigger and worse. And worse. Right. You'll you'll be surprised to find, wow, that's bad. Yeah. But I feel I feel more relief weirdly better having sat with it having attended to it instead of ignoring it yes exactly and i do want to say something here related to really big negative feelings this isn't the context of the topic today um but for those of you that might be going through um deep anger about something in your past or deep grief maybe um i just want to encourage you that you can build in practicing feeling it without having to do it for this undetermined amount of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, The main idea is that you're understanding that it's a release, a relief of pressure to sit and feel it for um, maybe more controlled amounts of time at first, Mm. but that you're just planning. It's regular. This is the time of day. I will sit and feel this for, Honestly, they say it takes about 90 seconds to feel a feeling all the way through, but it's these exceptions that that's maybe not necessarily the case. And I just want you to catch, um, for those of you who are listening, if you've had like a a negative or a big feeling that's kind of been something you've been avoiding for a long time for understandable reasons, right? I want to make sure too that you, you know you don't have to do this alone mm-hmm. if you need to get a therapist on board, you yeah, know, to yeah. help facilitate you going into that. That's what I just I'm doing don't want to encourage you. you yeah. Know? yeah. I don't want to encourage you to do this on your own if it's too big. Don't ever go to an overwhelmed place for yeah. yourself. Yeah. Really allow yourself, though, to picture if I practiced doing this most days for a week, um, for two minutes. Like, how could, would that make it easier for me to start practicing feeling Mm. the feeling? And for a lot of my clients, that is a very helpful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you, even if it relates to bigger feelings, there are um, assets that you can have on board to help support yourself. That's good. Um, So the third reason that I wrote down, and this is the last one here, but what if I don't have what I need to handle it? Mm. And... This one is interesting because I, my thought to that was I'm only going to know what I need if I face and understand my pain point in this better. Sure. Yeah. I don't, the, the whole point of why I feel out of my depth 
at first in a negative thing is because I don't have information and I don't feel that I have support. Yeah. So there are two things I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if it's different for you, but in the work that I do and in my own work that I do, um, what do I need when I'm dealing with any issue? Helpful information and support. Yeah. For me, I mean, I've, I would add of, in like, that's kind of what I need. Sometimes I don't feel like I have, I don't have the energy or like not the energy. I just don't, Resources. I don't have emotionally, I don't have what it's going to take. Well, that's you know? actually what I wrote in support. Okay. Either practical support yep. or emotional support. Okay. Okay. Right. Yep. Yep. So I might've missed when you said that. No, I, I oh, just okay. said it now. Okay. So when you realize like, what do I actually need? You know, when your knee jerk first step of a negative or hard thing is, uh, okay, I'm going to minimize it right now. And you can kind of tell your awareness is up now. Remind yourself, you just need helpful information and support. Hmm both yeah. emotionally and practically. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of wrote down these two questions. And like you, can, you said, that might be a therapist. Yes. It might, it be, might be a therapist. You know, it might be it, a loved one that is safe for you that yes. can help be there it could, during this. It could be but these external. But if it externals. reaches a next level, yep. you know, then definitely yeah. you know, see a trained professional who knows how to work through this stuff Unders and help you really, with it really come alongside of yourself and notice your need. Yeah. Notice your level of need. Like yeah. you do not have to do this on your own. Yep. And maybe you feel, I think I am capable. I've just never tried it. Sure. Try to give yourself evidence of tr starting to act like you can trust yourself to try it yeah. with these little, little steps, right? Feel it for 90 seconds. Notice where you can find helpful information. Facing reality is only going to give you helpful information. It might be painful information. Hmm. It might be hard information. Yeah. But the information you get from facing and looking at huh. hard reality, that is, instead of avoiding or dismissing it, right? That is what gives you the information and support you need to navigate it and get through it. Sure. Even if it's bad news, that's right. It is helpful. It's the news to, you need because yeah, it's the news that applies, right? I kinda, yeah, I kind of like that perspective. You it's, know, it's helpful, right? I kind of don't, but I kind of do. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> so the two questions that can help you with this support plan, kind of for yourself for negative and hard stuff, is sorry that the dog is walking yeah, around the, dog, the table. He's yeah, circling. Probably, He's like, you guys should be done. He by is now. circling. <laughs> he likes to do that. So the two questions to help yourself support yourself are, how do I get helpful info here? And your quick answer is, how can I face this reality yeah. and, and ask some more questions here about what's going on? And then how do I get support, um, emotional and practical, right? So yeah. just, yeah, thanks, Alan, for mm. talking with me about this today. Um, I just think this is such like a helpful everyday growth involves navigating this stuff different. And um, for those of you listening, if you heard something today that kind of especially hit home for you um, and you want more like it, go ahead and visit my link at www.linktree.com backslash Coach Annalise. That's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. -E. And that actually includes the link in there within the link where you can schedule your free discovery chat with me. That's just an hour-long chat. It's just you and me. I love meeting people this way because, you know, usually you might be going through something um, 
and you're like, how could I not have to do this on my own? Or I think I've tried these things and it's not clicking the way that I thought. I think I said clicking because of the dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, you know, like I tried it and it's not working. What am I, what do I need to do? I'd mm-hmm. love to spend that hour with you that it's free for you, um, that hour on the phone. So you can kind of see too how coaching with me could really help you live way less anxious and avoiding and way more like your true self. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us today. I hope that you live more today the ways that you want to, and we look forward to seeing you next time.